You heard of me? What have you heard? I heard you're the devil. I might be. Ah, come on, fool. Good, eh? Book Bullies with Nerds New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Dad Bod, uh, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Mr. Sawed Off Leatherface. There you go. Okay, so you may have had some technical difficulties from us like a second ago. Never mind that. That never happened. This is the real show. <laughs> so we're going to go mm-hmm. on from there. Uh, so, yeah, Eli, we're just going to jump into the bad boy because we got a ton of show going on right now. So you saw something. I saw something. I see a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you do two things. You drink and you know things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What is this? What is it? What did I see now? You tell me. <laughs> no, you, you, I don't want to spoil it. You you saw the thing. Is, it, is this the Mike Tyson? Yeah, the Mike Tyson thing. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I saw. Oh, I, I wanted you to have a fly. I didn't want. I didn't want to steal your thunder. It's Shark Week, Dad. It's Shark Week. <laughs> okay. Run that by me. Talk to me like I'm five and I don't know what Shark Week is. Well, in the ocean, there's these big fish with big uh, teeth. Not, not that dumb. Not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm from Mississippi, but you don't have to treat me like that. <laughs> okay. Well, Shark Week, it's on the Discovery Channel. It's been going on for like, shit, 20 years now. It's been going on a long time um, it, where they just dedicate a whole block of shows for one week dedicated to sharks and shark research and um and yeah and it's been grown popular over the years like i said this has got to be in its second decade by now um right. and it's and it, it raises it educates everybody on sharks raises awareness on you know the how they're endangered and um also just you know get through the stigma of sharks you know because sharks are very feared creatures and uh i mean you know, thanks, right rightly thanks, so right yeah thanks to movies yes but uh you, you, when you learn about them you'll find out that they're actually you know quite they're not very aggressive a lot of them aren't very aggressive and very scared and timid and don't like humans and try not to eat humans it's just humans just get in the way it's all our fault <laughs> <laughs> basically it's also understandable you see it from their eyes you know yeah so and so this week it's it's this is the first night of Shark Week 2020 and where the you know and like I said it's been gaining popularity over the years celebrities have been coming out over the years doing specials on Shark Week um and this week we had Mike Tyson Mike Tyson versus Jaws I think it was called or versus a shark Woo! or something okay yeah. so that's so what we're here for okay so he what Roy Jones is to fight a shark okay yeah so and he didn't really fight a shark he just went on a shark research um a research like uh experiment or whatever um they he he doesn't like to swim he's not he's not an ocean guy but 
he took a crash course in diving, di- going in a shark cage, and then ultimately swimming outside of a cage with a bunch of sharks surrounding him, where he had to assist putting on like a camera on a fin, like a fil- like a, like a go- like a GoPro camera on a shark's fin, so they can right. research these sharks. So that was the show. Is mainly about him confronting his fear of the water, his fear of just yeah of swimming of, of just the whole experience he never he's he doesn't swim he's not a you know he never scuba dived before so that was a big learning everything was all learning you know just scuba diving was a challenge learning how to breathe that way like he was you know you know it, it was giving him a work it was a whole other level of cardio he was not used to so just watch the whole the, the special was just watching him learning how to dive, learning how to, you know, learning about sharks and then then being around sharks. So he didn't really beat up a sh- he did hit one that came in too close. He swatted nice. it. That's away. what we want to see. Right hook, <laughs> Dempsey roll type. Yeah. Thing. I bet you that that one shot was saved for the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it, was, like funny. it, it was, was funny. It was funny. Like like at the beginning of the show they're like, "Yeah, yeah Mike Tyson, you know, he he's he's not really a, you know, you know, he, his fists are, you know, his fists are one thing, but, you know, he does have experiencing in biting and it showed the holy field. <laughs> no, they didn't do it. You know what? He's breaking off so much money off that. He didn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it was funny watching him like interact with all the scientists and the scuba guys. The guy that was showing him the ropes was like a shark mm-hmm. expert. He was also a shark survivor, like attack survivor. He got his arm and leg bitten off. So this was the guy that was teaching Mike Tyson about sharks and, you know, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was funny. He's breaking everybody's balls. He's like, so you're going to teach me about sharks. Well, looking at you, my chances ain't that good. (laughs) He's like, yeah, if a a shark bites me, I'm fucking all you up. (laughs) So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, Mike Tyson um, entertainer. So, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. And then the and like I think Shaq is going to be on this week. Will Smith is going to be on uh, a shark special. Pretty sure this was all pre-recorded before you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was cool. Shark Week. Nice, cool. Okay, so moving on to that, something that's going to make me feel sad, even though I know you're not going to give a shit, Eli, and pretty much no other viewers going to give a shit either. But want to talk about Agents of Shield now before everybody oh, yeah. cuts off? Is no, that 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 show just makes me sad i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i kind of figured that was i gotta figure that was its existence just makes me sad <laughs> <laughs> oh man so basically what's going on with agents of shield right now is that marvel is actually auctioning off uh, all of the product all the costumes all the props all the thing like that so if anybody had a notion of thinking that agents of shield was going to move over to disney plus or move over to those show and have a spinoff show uh-uh, that's not happening once they auction off all the shit, that's it. It's done. That's what they did with Swamp Thing. That's what they did with all the Netflix shows, stuff like that. They just auction off this stuff, sold this stuff, destroyed the sets. That's it. So once the show is done, that's it. Uh, Eli, I'm not going to go into great detail about it right now, but like I said, this is the series finale of season of Ace of Shield coming up this week. So oh. I can get to it now. Oh, it didn't next happen. Week, oh, that's 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 what I thought this was about. So you're going to no. talk about this next week too. Right. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm warning you now. I'm warning you and all the listeners right now. Just tell me next what week. Is what's your yeah. face? Simmons. Is she still on there? Yes, Simmons still on there. 
Okay. Yeah, she's still on that big part in it, just part of the oh. whole things like that. So, like I said, all those I did, questions. I did dig on her, man. I, I thought, yeah. Hey, I'm, you know what? I love Simmons. I'm going to tell you why I love Simmons. Even though they got all these women on the show and stuff like that, I love Simmons because she seems like the one you have the the best chance of getting, even though you don't. Sure, I just I just thought she was dope. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, like if you if you want to yeah, nerd, one woman off the show, she's you know? like the librarian, the nerdy chick and shit. You know, right? Even though you really you know, don't um, have a shot with her yeah. whatsoever, you feel like if I had a yeah. chance, maybe. Even though she shoots you down as much as anyone else, so that's why I like Simmons also. But yeah, where, like I said, where Quake would yeah, Quake wouldn't even like look at me. You know? <laughs> right, no, no quake. Yeah, just like, ugh, you know. Yeah. So you but feel quake, like you go, you go to take your best chance, you know. Yeah, but quake, quake is one of them fancy bitches, you know. I right. <laughs> you don't have it. We don't have enough money for that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't afford quake. But she dates like Jake Paul, and shit like that man. That's I'm tell you right there. So yeah. yeah. But like I said, next week I'll go ape shit over Ages of Shield and break down everything like that. So I'm just giving everybody a warning. They're just gonna just geek out over this shit. So sounds not, awesome. Not now. So <laughs> Eli, go ahead and get your cigarette ready and stuff like that. You can just go smoke it, and you know, <laughs> well, I just go on a whole long rant about that. Now, Eli, we're gonna bring something back that we haven't had in a while. Okay. The box office. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So there actually were some movies. There were four movies released in the box office last week. Okay. And I want to see if you can guess the number one. Eli, give it to me. What was the number one movie of the week? Uh, what's that one with Brie? Uh, not Brie. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Allison Brie. Uh, there's like a horror movie she made with her her husband. With James, not James Franco. His little brother. The little Dave Franco? Friend. Are they married? Is that, yeah, or whatever. They're going out and then he directed. Is it supposed to be a horror movie? I heard that oh. like was released and that's. Right. That one it. It okay, was. What's it called? The Tax Collector. Oh no, I haven't heard of that. I'm trying. You to haven't heard of that? that. No. Okay, no. it's a Shia LaBeouf movie. No, I have not. Yeah, heard of it's that. a Shia LaBeouf movie directed by David Ayers. You know of Suicide Squad and that oh, weird no Will shit. Smith Fair movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, it the, was, the, or, the, the Black Orcs or whatever. Yeah, that movie. So that that's been released this week. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's in the movie. I really don't know what's about. He's playing some kind of crazy hitman, assassin, drug lord, some shit like that. I don't know. That's not what I'm talking about. I haven't seen the movie. This is the weird shit that's going on. Shia LaBeouf is just fucking weird because he like, <laughs> look at this. He has a hood pass. Now, I saw this video, I saw this photo floating around last year and somebody said, oh no, that wasn't Shia LaBeouf. That was somebody else that uh, has a hood pass in, in California. But apparently, that was Shia LaBeouf shooting this movie. So, uh, and here's the weird he's shit. Got, about I guess he, he, he's got a res pass too because he ended up on a res. <laughs> I, I think it was like Pine Ridge or, or, or Rosebud. Like so he can go to he can go to places we can't go. He just he just like I don't know, they just found him. I don't know. <laughs> Hell, I gotta get my hood pass re- renewed. Like somebody exactly. somebody threw away this perfectly good perfectly good white boy. <laughs> so everybody just took it. him in. <laughs> right. And that's the thing about this movie. Like this movie's like nothing but uh like uh Latinos in the movie starring Shia LaBeouf. So people like saying it's controversy on that or whatever, but hey, it would happen. But okay. that's not the weird shit. This is the weird shit. Like I said, now this movie grossed three hundred seventeen thousand dollars over the weekend, which is nothing. So he's so committed and he's so dedicated to being a method actor. You see this, Eli? Okay. That tattoo, he got it for this movie. So that's a real tattoo. That's a real tattoo for a movie that only grows three hundred thousand dollars. 
hey man artists man <laughs> you, you call it artists i call it cocaine is hell of a drug whatever <laughs> move on past that let's talk about mulan now this the sure. shit that got my goat yeah this the shit that got my goat right here now the reason i'm talking about mulan the reason i'm getting upset about mulan is because we were thinking that it was going to be released on the theaters and it was going to come out theaters but it wasn't disney changed their mind so instead of coming out for the theaters it's actually coming out for disney plus but not the way you think it's coming there's going to be i didn't look at the numbers what did Eli like 30 dollars to purchase 30, if bu you 30 bucks yeah this is this is a slippery slope this is a slippery slope because it's 30 dollars to purchase uh mulan on disney plus but you have to have a disney plus subscription so you pay your 30 dollars you watch mulan but say you cancel your disney plus subscription you bam you no longer have access to mulan so how would they right so how was are they it was it for purchase or was it for rental it's a good question that's even worse if it's rental because if it's like that what they did with like the hunt and all those movies Wait, well, what, well yeah. that's the thing so with the hunt that was like 20 dollars. i think it was just 20 dollars for like, like a rental bucks right for a rental but, yeah right but this i think is not a rental it's it's not really even a purchase it's like a purchase in disney plus yeah so you have it but you just can't watch it just anywhere you have to have disney plus to open the app which means you have to pay for disney plus to get that so mm -hmm. i think there's a slippery slope because if they start doing that what if other people start doing it what if netflix start doing it or amazon start doing it you're already paying a service now they're paying more more to get an extra service yeah. it's fucked up I, I think that's fucked up yeah i mean yeah i mean and like yeah netflix is making their own movies so theoretically they could start you know what hey you know, you want to see this shit, you right? And that, that's a that's a bad precedent. That's a really bad precedent, right yeah. there. Do that, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's different with Amazon, Amazon Plus. I mean, yes, Amazon Prime. You can buy movies on Amazon Prime, but you don't have to have an Amazon Prime account to watch those movies. I could just buy a brand new. I can watch Tax Collector. I think I could just buy that right now on Amazon Prime, and I don't have to have a a paid Amazon Prime subscription to do that. I think with Disney Plus, it's kind of it's kind of sucks. You know, it'd be yeah. okay if you if you did like let's say if I didn't have a paid subscription and I just open up the Disney Plus app and I could watch the movie and I paid for it, that'd be different. But the fact that I have to pay for that and then pay for this, this is just opening a a, a Pandora's box right here to do this. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, and, and the thing is, because I don't even get a shit about Mulan anyway. I'm just saying it's a bad precedence for other movies that might come down the pipeline. Yeah, especially during the pandemic. I mean, who knows what's right. going to happen after this shit, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, what if something we do want to see? Uh, uh, hell, a, a Star Wars movie. Hell, Black Widow, something like that, anything like that. Now, people keep saying, oh, uh, you know what's next? You know, New Mutants is next. That's what I'm hearing. New Mutants won't be next. Kind of. Because what's going to happen is that New Mutants, uh, I think they before they signed the deal with Fox, you know, every movie has to sign like a contract to be in theaters for so long before they do that. So I think that's what's going on. They signed a contract right before they but Disney bought them. That so that's what they have to be released in the theaters. But I really think they're going to screw them. I think they're going to put this shit in the theaters for like maybe like a week. And it's yeah, say, hey, or something. Yeah, or like yeah. I said, the drive-ins. But like I said, that's what they're doing with the Bill and Ted's movie. They're doing yeah. like a a theatrical run wherever it can, but it's also going to go to VOD and on some. Right. Fact. They're just putting it in the theaters just to say they did it, just to appease whoever. Country design, and then yeah. a week or two weeks later, boom, it's on BOD, and they don't have to worry about the shit. So and they don't really that, care. Yeah. yeah, there's that shit about there's a the, the window is like shorter now. 
Yeah, I, I think like for uh, yeah, for like AMC and Universal because you know they had this back and forth going on back where if you did this, we weren't gonna play your movies. But now they have it set with it's okay if you play your movies in the theater, say two weeks, then you release it on VOD. So they mm-hmm. come to they come to an agreement on that. Let's go to the callers. We got a call this time to start paying start for what pay per view shit ain't plus two. I think it is different. It is different. Now, pay-per-view is different because you don't have to have another paid subscription to get pay-per-view. You that's- do with, with fucking UFC does now with that ESPN shit. Yeah, that's what UFC does. You have to have the UFC sus- or the ESPN app. Subscribe to that. Oh, you mean the ESPN you- Plus app, the one you yeah. pay for. And okay. then you have to pay for the pay-per-view on top of that. So that sucks, which is why I kind of. But didn't it. HBO always do that, like with the boxing fights, like with all, like with the Mike Tyson fight, like whenever it was like pay per view, and then you get HBO. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but HBO would air them like a week later. Like you could get the pay per view, but then HBO would air the fight like a week later. Right, so, and, and that's the thing. Like with this Mulan thing, we know that's eventually going to happen. Like if we don't pay the Mulan subscription, eventually Mulan will come to Disney Plus. It's just we yeah. don't know when. That's yeah. So I think they're just they did you know they're just want to recoup some money and that's they blew right. they blew all money on this another fucking remake and you know <laughs> which was and we're saying it but it was gonna make another billion dollars anyway because people yeah. people just like this shit they watch it and hate these movies that's the shit I don't get yeah so I don't know no we talk about a movie we're not even gonna watch or review <laughs> for too long <laughs> uh, let's see next thing what we gotta go okay Eli this this gonna this gonna take a while this gonna take a while. Because I, I want you to, you know, I know you didn't take notes or anything like that, but this is something we got to break down. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, this is something yeah. we got to break down in here because, like I said, uh, for some reason, I don't know if, well, the Matrix, is the Matrix on Netflix? I think so. I think so. Eli, commentary? I own them. I, I've, got, I've got them on multiple formats. So okay. Maybe. We, we, we'll talk <laughs> in an, <laughs> offline on that. But, but the thing is, I think Matrix is on Netflix right now. And they did an interview with one of the Wachowskis, and they asked him about it. And I think they brought up, I think uh, it was like a maybe like a ask me anything type deal. And somebody asked mm-hmm. him about was it a trans allegory? And it was like, because at the time, the Wachowski sisters were the Wachowski brothers at the time. Yeah. But of course, they changed. But they're saying that according to the Wachowskis, that the trans allegory, even though they hadn't transitioned yet, was always there. Uh, and, and I'm going to just break down some of the stuff they did. Uh, for instance, uh, okay, remember the character Witch? Not Switch, like yeah. this. Not like this. That character. Everybody remembers that, that quote. The thing is, Switch was supposed to have been a different type of character. Switch was supposed to have been a man in the real world or a woman in the real world and a man in the Matrix. One or the other. It's like it's supposed uh, to be a different. Yeah, a man in the real world, but he, wanted, he played as a female in the Matrix. Yeah. They didn't do that. So what they did instead, they just. That's met what I do when I play video games. You know, a lot I, of people I, do that in video games. I, I, yeah. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, I? I, I, yeah, man. Claire Redfield. I, I, I watch my ass when I'm playing Resident <laughs> Evil. <with Claire. laughs> oh, yeah, like any Resident Evil game, you just you know, you're a girl. <laughs> See, we're equal opportunity. You know? <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh, but instead of, instead of doing that, what they did, they got just uh, like an androgynous looking, you know, woman yeah. to play Switch. That way you couldn't really tell whether it was or not. They're saying the allegory was there. Uh, or even this allegory right here, boom, the red pill and the blue pill. Now, we didn't think much about it, but apparently some psychologists read something like that, and they said basically in the 90s, the estrogen pill for people, you know, for men trying to transition was a oh. red pill. 
like the oh, the Red Street okay. Hill was red. Yeah. So I did not know that. Who did? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we had the transition. I don't know. Uh, Eli, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think all this was bullshit. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go into detail about. It. I'm gonna go into detail about. It. I think the rationalization that they're trying to make this saying that the trans uh, allegory was always there, I think, was bullshit. Yes, it may have been there if you squint your eyes and look at it close enough and you think it was there. But to just say it was there, no, it wasn't there. There was a lot more uh, things, way more present, way more in your face than than just trans. Now, yeah, you can dig into it. You can do that with a lot of movies. You can dig probably looking at Fast and Furious and make it a trans allegory if you look hard enough. You know. Uh, but I think with this, I don't think they were doing it. I think it was a lot more things. I think the main theme of the movie uh, was... Let, let's be honest. Okay. It's the 90s. This is sci-fi and this is fantasy. The Matrix had the same storyline that every sci-fi and fantasy story ever have. It's a beta male that realizes that he's bigger and more important than what he is. At the end of the day, he becomes this badass against a girl. Boom. The end. That's the story. And if you really want to go deep into it, it's a white savior story. That's what it really is. They even say it in the movie. You are my personal Jesus Christ. They say that to Neo in the movie. And you can also talk about it. And now the movie was the birth of the digital age of the internet, like the internet was getting started. Fast forward that 20 years today, it's more apparent what they were talking about because you have this, this uh, what do you call it? The ego, the id, the super ego. I, I hadn't gotten into all the stuff like that. But basically what it is, he has persona and an avatar that he's portraying to himself digitally. That's what we all do. On social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, everybody does it. Everybody has a Twitter profile. Everybody has a Facebook profile. Hell, you may have an Xbox Live profile. Uh, Neo is just basically his Xbox Live profile. He's going and just kicking ass you like that. Meanwhile, he goes work and got, got this bullshit-ass job. That's what it was. Now, you want to throw in 20 years later and say, oh, yeah, we threw trans in there. Bullshit. You, that may have been there deep hidden in there. But that wasn't your main focus right there. That's just if you just dig in and get in there. So that's just my thing. You know? I think that just just saying shit you know okay well on the surface it is just that yes a guy playing video games yeah video game fantasy that's on the surface but yes everybody takes whatever they can from art you know some people see the christ savior thing some people see hinduism you know reincarnation i saw taoism and buddhism and that. okay I mean, it's very it's open to all these religious um allegories you know, um, I saw the interview and what he was saying in it is like, she, she, she. yeah, or she was sorry. <laughs> I don't want to get his flag. That, That's that, that they hadn't transitioned yet. Right. And that was inherent in them, you know, because the movie, the especially the first one is all about awakening, all about becoming who you are, your true self. And at the time, they hadn't transitioned yet. And they even said in the interview, like, oh, maybe we weren't ready for that. And maybe the world wasn't ready for that yet. But it was always there. I think that's what she was trying to say is, oh, yeah. The, and over the years, because let's get serious, everybody shits on the Matrix series. Nobody likes this. Nobody likes anyone. I've loved them from the get-go, but everybody hates the sequels. But over the years, they've they've been uh they they've resonated with the, the the gay and the trans community you know because of what they got out of it and they got about they got out of coming out becoming who you are 
you know, finding your purpose in the world that spoke to people and probably gave them the strength to transition or come out and just be themselves. Cause essentially that's what those movies are about. Um, and yeah, I mean, go back and look. I mean, I even saw it back then in the second Matrix, the big orgy that was going on. You know, I the big wave. Right. And I remember there's, the big orgy. Like, there's but man I don't... on man. There's dudes on dudes. There's women on women. And, you know, everybody laughed at it at the time. What are they fucking these? They laughed at this orgy, you know. I don't know why. Most didn't even realize it was an orgy. I yeah, mean, we, was, we had to break it down to people. It was an orgy. Yeah, It was, it was a fucking, they were, they were partying. They're like, oh, we're going to be dead tomorrow. What do we get? What are we gonna do? Well, let's fuck. You know, right. that's that's. I don't know why people don't get that. Why that's right. such a, I don't understand what was going on. I mean, I don't get the Matrix uh, or Matrix uh, second one. You know, but that's all they were doing. Humans being humans. You know, humans need and that's that the most human thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Humans connecting, having relationships. You know, love is a word. What matters is the connection. You know, mm-hmm. that's what humans humans go for is the connections and relationships and the machines could never understand that that was the difference between why why do you persist why do you keep you know why why do you keep doing this neo at the end of the you know at the end of the third one because even I though you're programmed to do one thing why are you going against your yeah. nature basically out of all this logic why do you still persist because i choose to because humans have choice have free will that that machines don't no machines you press a button a machine does what it's and, and that's to do. what that's what uh neo in his regular life felt like he was doing yeah he was going he to was, work press a button was, doing yeah. what he was told you know yeah so i mean was machine, i think right. i think yeah at the time yeah they had the, you know the wachowski siblings were not transitioned yet but i think that was inherently in them and i think yeah if you go in and look at it yes you it, it does make sense you know maybe at the time they hadn't come to terms with it because they hadn't transitioned yet and it wasn't fleshed out the way they would have liked but i think because it's them that yes that it was there that it's that that there's those traits are there and you can go back and look for it and i think that you know the lgbtq community that's why it resonates with them all these years later because they did notice those things, you know. So, you know. <laughs> I guess you, 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 you take what, I mean, you go in and take what you take from it, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's, art, I guess you yeah. say the same thing with X-Men. Yeah, art is, subject, yeah art is subjective. X-Men is black people, gay people, whatever marginalized community of the time, that's what X-Men represents, you know. Hell, it could be trans. I mean, if we're going to yeah. take the trans allegory, we can take it back back to the 70s. And I'm going to break some shit down for y'all. I mean, everybody loves Mystique. You know, Mystique's so sexy, Rick Romaine. She walks yeah. around in, like, body paint, like that. Guess what? She's the first trans comic book character. She can I'm going to take it even deeper yeah. than that. Yeah, when she was back in the 70s, everybody, like, they know the connection between her and Nightcrawler. And, yes, you may know her as Nightcrawler's mother. But guess what? In the original story, she was going to be Nightcrawler's father. Now, wrap your head around that shit. You yeah. know, Marvel found out what they were doing. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 what the fuck? No, change that shit. I mean, this is, hap- this is happening in horror movies now. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know the, 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 the gay community, the trans community, they love horror movies. That's an audience in the horror, in the horror genre. But mm-hmm. you're starting to, you're starting, they're starting to like look back at movies like Psycho and and Texas like Leatherface. Remember, Texas uh, what's the movie? Night Stalker, Night Walkers, whatever. Cl- that Clive Barker movie. 
Nightbreed? Nightbreed, that one. I, yeah. I, I when we had this and they said like a huge like a homosexual allegory in that movie. Oh, yeah, and, and, and Clyde Barker is gay, yeah, so that And, and that's the thing, like a lot of times, like we saying that with the X-Men and the, the gay allegory, that's because Brian Singer in the movie, he is gay, so he brought that yeah. undertones to it, you know. It, it, like, it wasn't mistakable, you know. Yeah, but even like, yeah, movies like Silence of the Lambs, Texas Chainsaw, Psycho, Sleepaway Camp, you know, these movies, they, they where they, they're, they basically took the trans character and made them something to be feared, that there's a stigma. These movies, you know, have made a stigma towards trans characters because mm -hmm. the killer turned out to be a crazy guy dressed up in a woman, dressed up like a woman. And he's like, yeah, like Psycho, yeah. Silence of the Lambs, all that, you know, Sleepaway Camp, like, oh, trans people are psycho. So there's like this stigma and they're noticing that now, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, you know, like, yeah, back then, yeah, when I first saw Sleepaway Camp, I was like, holy shit, that scared the shit out of me because I did not know what gay was. I saw it when I was like 12 years old. I had no idea that that happened. And so, mm -hmm. yes, I can. Yes, that was it meant to instill fear. The trans community was a fearful thing, according to that movie. And I I get that now. So mm -hmm. all these years later, people are, you know, we're still learning. We're still learning. You know. <laughs> so let, let me ask you, this, because here's the thing, but like, let's take the reason, reason I'm being so hard on the Matrix right now about that, because I felt like that even though there is a trans allegory that we're finding 20 years later, I feel like it wasn't like as overt as it could have been or pronounced as it could have been. Like, for instance, like we keep talking about like gay undertones in movies. Let's talk about Batman and Robin. Now, I know everybody wants to joke about the movie, but there are some watch that movie again and watch it through the lens of Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are a gay couple. And Joel Schumacher, Joel Schumacher was gay. Who, like who openly yeah. gay. But yeah. if you watch that movie and they are uh, as a gay couple, that movie makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like that movie was putting those gay undertones like really in your face where I think Matrix and let me ask you this. Like, do you think that the Matrix, like the Wachowskis probably wanted to push that trans narrative? I but think since it was 1999, it's only so far you can get before people go like, whoa. I don't think they were, I don't think they were trying to like, oh, we got to put more trans and gay undertones in the movie. I think they just weren't, it wasn't conscious in them at the time and they mm -hmm. weren't ready yet. That's why they took, you know, that's why year, all these years later, they, they made their transition. And now, but I'm saying at the time that subconsciously they were writing all this stuff and yeah, characters like Switch, the, the orgy scenes and, you know, the, you know, just, the, the, you know the the S and M clubs and all that stuff. Didn't one of them, like during the weather making, didn't one of them like run off with some model at the time? It was like a big scandal. I remember when during the making of it, and I don't know, but <laughs> I remember, but yeah, <laughs> but, but, but but yeah, but I think they were they was it was they were still coming to terms with their gender and their sexuality that it wasn't fleshed out as much. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they hadn't developed those ideas yet. That's why, that's why it's so open to interpretation. I don't, they weren't trying to push like, oh, this is a trans, this is a trans movie. The Matrix are all about transitioning and coming out and blah 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 blah. No, I don't think it was there yet because they weren't there yet. But I think what she was saying in the interview is like, I think those undertones were always there inherently. They just mm -hmm. weren't ready to express them yet. 
to the world right. to come out. They weren't out and transformed yet. And and you know? I I'll give you that. I'll give you that. When you're yeah. when you're an artist and you're making art, sometimes even the subconscious, like your subconscious can come through the art sometimes. Yeah. Even and, if you aren't aware of it. You know? And everybody's learning. Everybody's it's like it's, life is all about learning, you know. I you know, um, and that they they had to learn to be who they are. And just like in the Matrix movies, the, the three movies are all about life, birth, life, and death. That's the first one's about birth, becoming who you are. Mm -hmm. The second one's about the purpose, finding your purpose in life. And the third one's about death, letting go. And you know what I mean? And that's you you finally broke that down for me, Eli. Okay. I'm yeah. And and I and that that's just everybody learns in life. And they and the Wachowski siblings had to learn who they are. And now they're making, that's why I'm so stoked for the new, the new ones that they're making. Cause I want to see where they take it, you know, but it's all a learning process. I'm like, I'm learning, you know, I, my son is gay and I'm still learning. I don't know the terms. I don't know the binaries and the different genders that his friends have. And I'm like, but Hey, I'm, I'm learning, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you that's, know? I think that's the world we live in. The more it becomes no yeah. normalized, then we can understand this. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be more tolerant. Yeah. I got a, a gay son and a daughter with down syndrome. So I hit the jackpot, but, but <laughs> Hey, my kids have taught me more about tolerance and acceptance than anybody. So, and like I said, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, be mindful, but then again, Hey, I thought shaft was funny and I laughed at that shit. I'll you be know? honest with you. I watched the movie and I thought it was funny. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to figure like that was controversy. Yeah. But you know, but Hey, I, I, I'm still trying to be mindful. I'm still like, if I, you know, especially now in the, you know, in our current climate, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting the world to be better towards me and people of color. Well, then I also have to be better as well. You know, I can't, I, right. you know, I'm trying not to, you know, like the N word, I, I'm trying not to say that when I when I'm rapping when when I'm listening to hip hop, you know, and and I know a lot of hip hop lyrics. I know a lot of hip hop lyrics. So when I'm in the car and I'm jamming, I go, you know, shame on a, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be better, you know. What I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and it's all like as long as we just understand that other people, you know, <laughs> like if we we want if we want to be mindful of people of our feelings, we got to be mindful of their feelings also. Yeah, that's all. and that, it's, that's it's a two way street. Yeah, you know. that's all it is, you know. Yeah. So as far as the Matrix, you know, I, I like I said, I think it makes sense. No, did I notice that? Did I take away from that? No, because I'm not a trans person. I'm not gay. I didn't take, I didn't see that. I saw a bunch of other shit, you know, right. just like because you Because that's saw what we've been trained, to, right. We've yeah. been trained to see that because we've seen other yeah. sci-fi movies like that, you know. Yeah, and just like you saw the White Saver, you took what you you saw out of it. I took, everybody takes what they, what they, see out of art that's what makes it so cool you know um but i think yeah i do think that inherently those traits were in those that perspective was in them they just didn't flesh them out and they weren't ready to come out yet so yeah. interesting okay uh now we're gonna transition shit <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> no pun intended i mean to say that it slipped out but yeah all right so we're gonna move on to another topic and this is the one that pissed me off uh eli this one is uh did i spell it right i did not spell it right don't Blur, care bleared beard bleared were you trying to say blurred i was trying to say blurred and matter of oh. fact i'm going to say blurred on there i can't <laughs> see because i'm blind as hell let's see so basically what's going on right now is that you know dc was talking about that uh that fandom or whatever I don't know if you heard about it. It's supposed to be coming no, on in October. Okay. No. Supposed to be oh, yeah. On. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming on in uh, August the 22nd. 
So when it comes oh, to August, is 20- that why is that why these chocolate bars are coming out? Because I told you I Probably got these. So. Like, DC is these, just DC out right now. I got these chocolate, these Hershey bars with like DC characters on them. You know what I'm saying? Wonder Woman. I got the Aquaman. It was like three for three bucks. No, you know, but they got like Superman and Superman. The thing and is, why don't they and Shazam when they're doing all this bullshit? But whatever. Anyway, point I'm trying yeah. to make: they got this thing coming out where it's going to be uh, DC. Well, DC has this fan dome where they're going to have all these people coming out. And this is what I want to show you, like this bullshit right here. This bullshit. Blurred and bullshit. That's what the fuck I was trying to spell. I couldn't remember how to spell that shit. Look at this shit. Look at this fucking shit. I'm gonna break this shit down because this shit pissed me off so fucking much. I wish I could blow this shit up. First off, look at Cyborg. Cyborg is doing the Carlton dance. What the fuck is this, man? Black Lightning is saying get lit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Who wrote shit? So somebody at dc thought this was a clever idea to do this shit i don't know who the fuck thought that this was clear i was like ready to piss somebody it's some other shit in here look uh john stewart is breakdancing you know and that's my whole thing right there why do they think it's a party what the fuck if it's going to be dedicated to you know first off that blurred term pissed me the fuck off anyway and i'll come back to that in a second uh but why they think that this shit is going to get you know black comic book fans and see this is why People don't fool with black comic book fans anyway. People, black people that like comic books because of corny shit like this. They think we co-sign and approve bullshit like this. We're like, oh, this is cool. This is what we want. This is what the fans want. No, we don't want this shit. I don't want this shit. <laughs> so you don't like the term blurred? I fucking hate the term. Let, let me turn okay. this off for a second. Okay, let me break this shit down for a second. <laughs> okay, learning. Good to know. See, I'm still learning. learning. No, don't learn from me. Don't, don't learn from me. I see it on the internet all the time. <laughs> Don't learn from me because I'm probably one of the motherfuckers that need to be learned right now. But I, that blurred <laughs> shit, I hate that shit because I, first off, okay, I understand what blur is supposed to be like a black nerd, but Eli, I don't qualify for that shit. I feel like that's some millennial shit that I feel like I missed that shit by maybe like a day or so before. But I feel like blur originally was supposed to be one thing, like supposed to be a black, you know, uh, a black nerd that's in the sci fi and anime, whatever, like that. But that didn't qualify for me. I feel like that's a term that's designed for like certain class of black nerds. I, uh, first off, I don't watch anime. You know, uh, I don't wear Vans. Uh, I don't have a record player. I don't listen to music on vinyl. You know, I don't have a Nintendo 64 that I still play. You know, I don't do shit like this. I don't cosplay. I don't do any of that weird shit like that that a lot of blurs do. No, I don't, Kylie. You were checking off all my boxes. And I was- <laughs> <laughs> you don't need you're, you're not a blurry either, Eli. You're not a blurry. <laughs> but the, we are we're called indigenerds, I think. That's what we're called. That's how Is that a thing? Oh, I'm, I'm Indig- so glad I'm so glad you said indigenerds, that. Indigenerds, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. The reason because when DC put this bullshit poster out, they gave a definition of the term blurred. Oh my god. I'm 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 all, I don't even want to say it, man. I don't even want to say i I'd show it to you, but they took it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what they said what a blurred was a blurred was a, a black person native american latino asian or anybody oh, we're just, just throw we're any, just, just throw anybody just a pot everybody just everybody in the pot i'm like what the fuck are you doing that's not what a blurred <laughs> is even though i hate the term you just can't just throw that shit just on and just tack it on to anybody so then when they finally caught wind of it they was like oh yeah my fault we'll take that shit down you know so and then on black twitter well not black twitter but on twitter we went down there trying to find out okay who the fuck approved this shit we want to know the person approved it. and dc was quick to throw black people uh, a black person under the bus oh uh we had a a black 
uh, uh, <laughs> cartoonist and animator draw this shit and promote it. It wasn't us. They did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who the fuck did you get? Did you get like Terry Crews? You know, did, did you get Kanye West to do the shit? Like, who the fuck that's did you get? All, yeah, that's what they always do. My one, I got a black friend. Yeah. It's okay. He said it was cool. He said it was cool. Like, no, this shit is not cool. This shit is not cool. <laughs> So I don't know why the fuck they think that we will like some shit like this. Now, I'm not I'm not victim blaming or playing the victim anything like that. I'm saying this shit is corny. Nobody would look at this shit and be like, yeah, I want to go to this party. No, I wouldn't. I would stay the fuck away from this party as far as I could. So flirty blues, you the fuck is this shit? Eli, I, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, let's move on. What, what else we got? Can we move to the you move to the video game section? I need to, I need to go ahead. <laughs> all right let's go to the video game section first off some shit that actually uh caught my attention i wanted to jump into this so apparently there is a rocksteady if you know don't know who rocksteady is rocksteady is the guys that make those awesome uh batman games all the arkham games arkham knight arkham whatever 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 okay. they make those games they had the last game they made was in 2015 they hadn't made anything every year there's a rumor this game's coming out they're making that game nothing then all of a sudden, out of nowhere on their Twitter, boom, this drops. Suicide Squad. And they say they're going to announce it at that fandom we were talking about. They're going to announce that. And if you notice, who's they're showing for the Suicide Squad is Superman. So apparently in the game, you're going to be hunting down and killing Superman? No shit. We don't know. That's that's all we know right There's now. Superman on the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Superman on Suicide Squad. Or some people <laughs> saying that it might be Bizarro. Oh, they teaming okay. up to go get Bizarro, or maybe Bizarro's on the team. We don't know. We don't know anything yet. Uh, that's none of the things that's coming down for the fandom. Oh. So, so. so is it Injustice Superman? Asshole Superman? Well, not because it's in the Arkham universe. Gay, what up? Yeah, gay. I'm old. I told you. Oh. I told you. <laughs> is this who was, you were talking about? Texting? Yeah, this is gay. We were playing Street Fighter the other day. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> what up, yo? Yeah, hey, shout out to Gabe. <laughs> yeah, we we I know we were gonna do a better job telling we were gonna record. We we hadn't got there yet. <laughs> All right, so that's that. Now the next news we're gonna talk about is uh something near to dear to my heart and Gabe's heart also, even though Gabe may not give a shit. Uh we're gonna talk about where's my guy, where's my guy, where's my guy? Boom. Yoshinoro Ono. We're gonna talk about Yoshinoro Ono. Reason we're gonna talk about him is because after a 30-year career with with Capcom. He's retiring. Now, why is he a big deal? reason he's a big deal is because he's actually the guy that kind of resurrected fighting games. Now, back in the 2000 era after Street Fighter 2 went under and Mars Capcom went under, fighting games were dead. People were just playing, you know, uh, Call of Duty, Halo, Battlefield. Fighting games, nobody gave a shit. They weren't selling. They were in the toilet. That's all it did. This guy brought him back. He made Street Fighter 4. He made Street Fighter 4. Uh, basically, he... He worked on Street Fighter 3. That's where he kind of got started. He took some elements of Street Fighter 3, put in Street Fighter 4, so it's kind of like bringing the old with the new. They created the tournament scene, which Evo, which was so big, it was actually getting shown on ESPN at the time. And it actually like created like the like the tournament scene. I wouldn't say turn, uh, created, but it popularized it. And it became a lot of money into it. And you had other games like Tekken come out. King of Fighters made a resurrection because Street Fighter 4 was so big. Uh, as a matter of fact, they call anybody that came in around that time, they call them the old Niners because Street Fighter came out of 09. It brought this boom of fighting game fans, and that's where everybody came from. But that's the honeymoon phase. Everything that, uh, like I said, he, some people say he, he flew too close, close to the sun. 
because what happened, he started making other games that didn't quite hit as hard, like fancy Street Fighter X Tekken. Like Street Fighter and Tekken kind of combined themselves. And if you don't know how that game went, uh, this is pretty much how it went. They pretty much made a gift out of it. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much what everybody thought about Street Fighter X Tekken. So that was supposed to be uh, a Tekken versus Street Fighter game, but since that game flopped so bad, the guy that made Tekken was like, you know what, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll just make another te- Tekken game. Well, there's, they're two different fighting styles. I mean, it could have worked. Yeah. It could have worked if you if they took more time with it, but it was some way other bullshit mechanics than like they had like a uh, like they sold you the game and then there was like ten or twelve DLC characters on the disc that you bought that you couldn't play that you had to pay later on to unlock. People were like, uh-uh. Uh the gameplay mechanics were just fucked up. They sold you all kind of like pay to win mechanics. That game was all kind of fucked up. That's Street Fighter X That's just, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg. Then we get to Street Fighter Five. That's what really fucked him up. Because when Street Fighter Five came out, even though I love this game, it didn't launch with the best of you know of t- intentions. It kind of was fucked up. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just shame shame to plug myself right here. Um, it could it could have been better. That's all I'm gonna say. The game could have been better. Your your mic or your voice is crackly. You're Doing coming in distort. You're coming in distortion. Distortion. Oh, okay, we might have to wrap this up. Let's see what we got here. What what game talking about? You talk about that. People do. People are saying it. Am I still fucking up, Eli? Yeah, you sound like uh, no parking on the dance floor. Yeah, you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, is that? <laughs> Midnight uh, star. <laughs> okay. You're saying we wrap this up. That's cool. We'll wrap it up. Uh, but yeah, some people are saying that he might go over to uh, Capcom or like Konami and he might make like uh, Fight Street or two, you know, with <laughs> Ren and Kaya. You know? Yeah, ask him, hey, how does Leroy sound? Do we sound okay live? I think last time I fucked up, it was, yeah. The gyms. Yes, gym system was ass too. So I know we fucked up last time you said that Eli I did sound fucked up when I went back and heard it later on. So anyway. Is it your uh, jack or something or probably so. Either way. I tell you what, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go to the next section. I'm gonna let you take over. Okay. Hopefully it'll fix itself out by the end. Because right now, matter of fact, we let's just go ahead and go to the comic book section. Okay. I'll let you take over from there. You, you go ahead and take over. All right. Comic books? Yeah. Oh, so am I doing my indie books first? Go for it. Okay, so this is the part where we keep the lights on? No, we don't. I don't do we still <laughs> have to keep the lights on? Not really. We don't have to talk about comics anymore, do we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let me, yeah, I, let me get this started. I got to get my tablet was on the charge and all my comics are on the tablet because digital. <laughs> um, I... Since we're gonna talk, we're gonna review our week's comics. The comics we read this week. We're gonna talk about the comic books. Um, I guess I will start out with Alien, the original screenplay. So this is gonna, I think, gonna be the last Alien comic book that Dark Horse puts out before Marvel Fox. takes over. Yeah. yeah, he says uh, Leroy sounds like Soundwave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so this is uh, Alien, the original screenplay. There, it's um, they basically based this comic on the original screenplay written by Dan O'Bannon. Um, he was the one who wrote the original Alien, the first Alien movie. He, um, of course, it went through many rewrites. Characters were changed. Stuff was cut out. Stuff was changed. Uh, you know, shortened. Um, 
and but they're doing a comic book on the original screenplay. And this is basically it starts off very similar. We're on this the ship is it's not called the Nostromo anymore. It's called the Snark. Um, I think Dan O'Bannon was a little bit more campy because uh, you know, he he you know he he wrote like Return of the Living Dead and The Life Force. He wrote the script for Life Force, if you remember the Space Vampire movie. So he was he was like he was into like comic books and 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 uh you know campy monster movies and sci-fi. So I think he meant this to be sort of that. I think he wanted Roger Corman to direct this at first, you know? So it would have been just a cheap B monster movie before it became the alien movie that it did and they pumped millions of dollars into the budget. So yeah, it's, it follows the same, you know, this first issue follows the same scenario. There are these, this, there are these space truckers on board the ship. They they're in cryo sleep. They awaken because the, the computer picks up a distress signal from another planet. They go down to this planet to investigate it, they find this derelict alien spaceship, um, a dead alien corpse inside, and that, and they say we got to go investigate some more. So that's kind of weird. I thought it was gonna they were gonna find the egg, but they didn't find the egg yet. But um, I think that's why they end up, con- you know, sort of uh, cutting the script down a bit to make it uh, go a little bit more faster paced because they get back on the ship, and then they're gonna say they're gonna go back to the spaceship the alien ship again so but it's yeah the basic foundation is there just they, there's different character names and the designs are different you know they don't they don't have the hr giger this is before he met hr giger you know so the the, the aliens look more like crabs and you know bugs right, I the guess, design wasn't there yet, yeah so. yeah so so yeah i give it a four out of five this was interesting i'm a big alien fan I love the alien comics. So, and it's just cool to see Dan O'Bannon's first, you know, vision, his, his original, you know, script. So yeah, I give this a four out of five. Is it a one shot or is it? No, if this is issue one, this is this issue one. I think it's out of four. I think okay. that's it. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. Cause once they do this, they're going to fight Iron Man after this. So yeah. Cause this is going to be the last one before they go to Marvel. Fuck. How do I sound? Am I good? Still fucking. You're still, you're still crackly. Do you want uh, me to keep going? Yeah, you keep going. Let <laughs> me fuck around with some shit. All right. Do, do another indie book before we get some good stuff. All right. The other indie book I read. Let's see. Bad Mother number one. That A. What's it called? Upshot. A W A. A W A. That new comic book. I keep uh, some like some wrestling shit. You know? Yeah. So do I. Um, yeah. The new comic book label. This is Mike Diodato. That's basically the reason why I grabbed it. I love Mike Diodato's art. Um, Krista Faust writing. Never heard of her. Yeah. So this is basically taken with with a mom. Um, this middle aged. He's a bad father. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He, he this this woman. She at first she's at like a, a grocery store or she's at a convenience store and the place gets robbed. Um, uh, and and the, the cops come and shoot the guys that she goes, you know, she's a little shaken up. She goes home. Um, her, you know, her husband is on a business trip and he's saying, oh, I'm going to be out of service. So don't bother calling me. So that's a little, you know, you know what he's doing. 
<laughs> but she's 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 kind of shaken up after this robbery, you know. So she's trying to she 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 goes to her son. Her son's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go spend the night at my boy." So he takes off, and then she's waiting for her daughter to get home, and her daughter doesn't show up. Finally, her daughter shows up like really late, like way past curfew, and she's all beat up. And she's like, "Who the fuck is this here?" And he's in there, that that boyfriend of hers, and so she ends up going to the boyfriend's house to, you know, give her a little piece of her mind for beating up her daughter. She finds the boyfriend dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, shit. I thought I took this off a guided view. Yeah, so the boyfriend's dead, and she runs back home and calls the cops, and then the cops, god damn it, this damn, okay, guided view, off a guided view. Okay. Yeah, the cops uh, go back to the house to investigate, you know, where the boyfriend is, and his body's gone. So they kind of think she's uh, she's she's nuts, um, and her daughter's gone too. Wow. You know, and the guy, and they're like, "Hey, my, my, you know, my her boyfriend's dead, and now my daughter's gone. Do something." Like, no, she's probably ran off with the boyfriend. We can't find his body. You know, she's probably with them. They don't believe that. You know, her boyfriend is dead. And then at the end, there, there's like some, some like, I don't know if it's a drug dealer to say, oh yeah, uh, you know, the boys took care of it. You know, we can't, we got, we got to get the money now. And then it sort of ends. And then, and it shows like the daughters all like tied up and gagged, you know, bound and gagged and shit. So it's, it's kind of looks like this is going to be like a taken type type, but she's going to go try to find her daughter. And um, I mean, is she some kind of, I don't know, badass something? No, she's just like a frumpy mom. You know, just a, oh, it's like one of those lifetime movies. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, okay. she's just yeah. Like at least she's got, military trained. You know, maybe they say later on she was in Afghanistan. Yeah, I, yeah, tours. but she's she's like she looks like a, a you know a regular you know you know she's not all hot or whatever you know what I'm saying. She's just right. like you know she's got you know she she's got a mom bod you know what I'm saying. You know she's she's a middle she, aged mother. Joe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same. Yeah, uh, yeah. This ain't the hunt or whatever, you know, where all, <laughs> right. all of a sudden the, the hot chick turned out to, you know, kick all kinds of asses. So, right. So <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'll, you know, just, I like the art. I, I, you know, I'll check out the second issue. I'll give it a four out of five just cause I was, I was into it. You know, it, 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 the comic company had a better name. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's either wrestling or root beer. It's one or the other. I don't think comics, you know. <laughs> Am, am I still fucking up? Still bad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, try unplugging your headphones and back in. Did you try that? You want to try one more before? Sure. Uh, my the other book, my only other book, um, is okay. Off a guided view is the goddamned, the Virgin Bride, oh. number two. Wait, say something. Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you're still crackling. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, so the goddamned issue number two. This is the story arc, the Virgin Brides. So this is by Jason Aaron and R.M. Guerrera. Now, I love the other, the first goddamn series. Um, it was basically about Cain, you know, Adam and Eve's son, and he fights Noah. But Noah is this barbaric, you know, asshole tyrant going around finding slaves for his ark, 
because the great flood is coming. And so Noah is just like this evil barbarian warlord and Cain hates God. So it's very blasphemous. It's very violent and, 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 um, it's not even canonical with the Bible. It's like, how does he? Yeah, it's basically like if Quentin Tarantino wrote the Bible. (laughs) So yeah, it's violent and brutal. I thought it was great. You know, I loved it. This one, it's this. This is a uh, uh, the new series. It's called The Virgin Brides. It basically centers around some sort of monastery where there these nuns are raising these girls, and once they have their period, they get taken up to this mountain to be married. Um, but it turns out, I think the, the they're being married off to fallen angels. Because, like, in the last issue, the, the the girl they brought up to the mountain turned out all fucked up, and there was all these monsters and shit. It was, like, really fucked up. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Yeah, I know I'm still fucking up. Yeah. In this story, are there any kind of, like, monsters or giants walking around the earth while it's happening? Um, I, yeah, like, during the last, last one. Okay, the last, I, think the last I think that's in the Bible. I think that's in the Bible, like, this huge, like, huge giant. Yeah, monsters like yeah. walking around helping the, the humans. Yeah, yeah, like Noah's army were like barbarian, like yeah, like ogres and shit. It was cool. It was dope. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Um, so this one, like I said, they're basically taking these girls once they have their period. Once they're you know, they're you know they have they're 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 ready for for mating or whatever they take them up to this mountain and i think they're fallen angels i think that's who they are you know this is issue two so basically um the last issue left off with one of the girls she wakes up and she had her first period her beds her bed is all bloody so she's like oh shit they're gonna take me up to that mountain so her and in this issue her and her friend end up escaping the monastery and that in the end they're basically being chased by the nuns, the nuns get these like warrior women to find them. And um, so, yeah, it's basically a chase and there's a battle. Like they end up uh, ambushing these warrior women. They like, you know, bring them into the woods and they're like all Rambo style. Then they come out and ambush them, kill them. And now they got weapons now. So they're still being chased, you know, by the nuns, by the monastery and whoever's up on this mountain, you know, so I guess we'll I, find that out later on. So. Yeah, I think it's cool. This is basically, you know, it's a whole religious allegory about humans or just p- how people use religion for control or to justify violence and, you know, and war and, you know, basically using the religion religion in, in, as, as a form of control, you know. Right. And, um, and yeah. They they keep saying God if you 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 know the 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 the, the girls that took off running the runaways they're saying oh God's gonna they're you're gonna face God's wrath and all this shit you know they're basically fear mong using religion as a way to promote fear and control and you know so I think this is great this is like I said this is issue two I'm into it um, now, now who, who wrote this again Jason Aaron oh okay yeah. And Aram Guerrero. So the uh, the art is really gritty and visceral and very violent, you know. So not for the squeamish, not if you're easily offended. 
<laughs> Snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're, you know, if you're religious, if you're a Christian, this is this will piss you off, you know, unless you're a cool Christian. <laughs> right. So okay. <laughs> they should put that on a warning label on the comic comic. So yeah. Not for right. pussy Christians. <laughs> right. All right. I'm up. I'm up. I'm gonna go. We're just gonna just all right. Yeah. Power through this. Okay. Yeah. Just, do your do your sound wave. And then I'm gonna just get in. More than meets the eye. All right. So the next we're gonna do is Batman '96 because that's the one that's going to banner. So we're gonna go from that one. And this is the one that Gomer seems to hate. And I'm not gonna argue with him about it. It's it's, it's what it is. <laughs> uh, basically, the book is this is Joker War Part Two. Yeah, Joker War Part Two. If you haven't been keeping up with the story, basically what they should have called the story is Joker's Billions. So it just makes more sense. Uh, but then they're gonna call it that. They're gonna call it just some generic, some shit, so whatever. Like that. anyway, Joker has all Bruce Wayne's money, and he's using all of his gadgets to go after him. So the book opens up with you know this utopian future with Gotham City, and if you watch, if you listen to the last issue, Batman has this new outfit that you actually see, and he's riding around with, and he's old. You know, he's fighting uh, Mr. Freeze and his sons, and his sons are called Ice Pop and uh, Snow Cone or some shit. Something like that. Ice Pop and Snow Cone. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. But it turns out that really don't. Batman really don't think they're his sons. He thinks he's just some kids. He just brainwashed. Just do that one like that. So anyway, fucks them up. Throws some uh, heat-based batarangs at him. Takes him out pretty quickly. Beats shit out of uh, Mr. Freeze. Takes him back to uh, Gotham. And then we go to Bruce, and he's, oh, you know, talking to Alfred. Now, if you haven't been keeping up with like the last year of Batman stories, Alfred's dead. Yeah. But here he's here chilling. And like I said, we see an old man Bruce, like I said, this is in the future. But it turns out that uh while in the middle of talking, because Alfred got his neck snapped by Bane, uh his head falls off. Yeah. Like really fucked up. It's just like all of a sudden you see yourself talking, he's like, you know, this whole thing is a dream, this whole thing's hallucinating. Nothing you're seeing is real. All your kids are dead. You're gonna be dead soon. I'm dead. You have nobody. This is a joke, you know. So while they're doing all that, then he wakes up and he wakes up and it's Harley Quinn taking care of him. And Harley Quinn, who also was supposed to be dead, is not dead because she actually had her throat repaired, even though it was slit by a punchline, who she refused to call her punchline. She calls her everything but punchline, punchable face, you know, knife line, <laughs> everything. You know? uh, and basically, Batman has been there for the last three days. And she's been taking care of him, nursing him back, help stuff like that. But in those three days, Joker has just been just running wild with the city. Everything's just been just tearing up, just everything's been destroyed. Uh, he has the police in his back pocket. He has all the gangs in his back, back, back pocket because he's buying them whatever they want. If he gives them like tricked out Joker mobile, something like that, and he's running around just fucking up everything. People are scared to go out at nighttime. But while that's going on, Eli, your boy, <laughs> shows up. And I got to do it because I got to give him a, a proper introduction. So while all this fucked up shit is going on and Batman's been, you know, incapacitated, you got this new guy popping up that just throws an axe to the uh, to the back of these clowns head. And he just he's, saying, got, was, he's got two bat batarangs stuck inside a bat. Yeah, I got to go back to that. I gotta get, yeah, two batarangs stuck to a bat. <laughs> uh, and he's going around just killing any of the clowns, any of Joker's goons he can find. He's just like, I'm just going to kill as many of them as I can. We don't know his backstory. We don't know who his name is. Eli, can you can you give me something on this guy? Because you seem to be Cl- uh, yeah. his name is called Clown Hunter. I got the variant. I actually uh, bought. He's, he's I, on the variant. Yeah, yeah. I bought a, his variant. So okay. I, I actually went and bought a real comic this week. Wow, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> comic stores were open. <laughs> 
No, I, that he's this is his first appearance. There's really not not much about him other than he's just this kid or this dude running around killing Joker goons. Um, and I I think it's a cool concept, you know. Um, he he reminds me of uh, the 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 monster killer in um, something is killing the children. That other book that Tinian is writing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, oh shit. I mean. You know, I I think he I, I was very intrigued by this. So <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see we'll see where he goes with this. This like I said, he didn't he didn't really announce him too much. He just like he's a thing. We yeah, know he's going to be a thing later on. Yeah, he was just on that one page. He's just on this one page. Right. And that's, you don't see him for the rest of the book. So, okay. um, so I thought he was cool. I thought I I really thought he it's you know I think he's better than Punchline, but then again, who gives a shit about Punchline? Right. But, we, um, we think she's gonna be a big thing. She's, we probably already yeah. about it by now. So. Yeah, but I thought I really thought he was a cool character. I mean, he might not be as cool as Zombie Superman or Kid, <laughs> Kid Cable, but you know, <laughs> he might not be as cool as Magical Flowers that open doorways to Mutant Island. But <laughs> I thought he was cool. <laughs> All right. So we go back to it. Like I said, Batman's having a conversation with Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn's telling him why you've been out. Joker's just been going crazy, buying everybody's money, just spending all your money as much as he can. And he's buying up all the news stations because he's been playing the same loop over and over again on the news station. And that same movie theater owner from Monarch Theater that he, that Joker bought Monarch Theater from last time, he's got him tied up and he slashed a Z in his face. And he's telling him, that he wants everybody to come to the, to the uh, Monarch Theater because he's going to show the Mark of Zorro on repeat. It's an old movie that you got to see and you haven't seen it before. And he's reading cue card, and then the last part of cue card he don't want to read because it says, prepare for the line, final shot. He's like, oh, no, please, no, don't, don't do that. And bang, Joker shoots him. So that's the joke for you right there. So Batman knows where he's at because he's telling him where he's at. So, but while he's doing it, you know, he's still freaking out because uh, Punchline hit him with that Joker Venom from last issue. And even though it's three days later, the venom is so potent, he's still freaking out. He's still spazzing. He still hears Alfred in his head. So he uh, leaves out of there. He thinks, you know, Alfred, uh, Carly Quinn is trying to, you know, do something to him. He sneaks out. Alfred's in his head. He goes to the Monarch Theater because Joker's sitting there waiting on him. And the Joker has completely fixed up the Monarch Theater. At least we, at least we think he has. Or maybe Batman's tripping on balls. We don't know. So... Either way, he goes there. There's nothing but a bunch of dead bodies there, and the dead is not not just recent frequent dead bodies, like dead bodies that have been there for like years, rotting, decaying, things like that. Because the thing was, what Bat, what Joker's doing is that he has dug up everybody he's ever killed in Gotham before that Bat, that Batman has let him kill. Uh, and when it happens, basically, he's telling Batman, "And you have to kill him again," because Joker now has this Joker venom that can resurrect the dead and turn people into zombies. So everybody he's ever killed resurrects, turns to a zombie, and gets ready to fight Batman. The end. So, so that's what Joker's been doing with all that money. <laughs> Just, of course, you know he wasn't going to do you know good things with. He was going to do fucked up things with. So. Digging up all those bodies. <laughs> right. Well, he didn't do it. He had other people do it. You know? Yeah, he paid. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he paid somebody to do it. He, he said yeah. they they been doing it all week, but hey, I paid a bit money. <laughs> it's your money, so fuck it. <laughs> so, are you happy that Batman actually finally got to sleep? He did. He he did he like three days. worried me for a second. I was like, is this motherfucker ever gonna sleep? It's like the eleventh issue and he's just been up the whole time. I'm like, he's gotta be on some cocaine this time. He's gotta be Yeah. He slept for three days, but hey, he finally got some sleep. 
<laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Wasn't as strong like the last issue. I don't want to throw it under the bus mainly because I don't want Goma to throw this shit in my face. You know. Uh, um, let's see. Let's go yeah. to the callers. Okay, he likes punchline. A Harley that won't be an antihero. I mean, okay. Well, yeah, let's, it's let's just let's, yeah. It's let's just another Harley Quinn. You know, that's what but, I. But that's, that's the thing. Yeah. But they need another because Harley Quinn is no longer Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was made to be one thing, Joker sidekick. But now she's become they because Joker they don't take Joker into different areas like this where he's like zombie fine and raping people and shit like that. They don't want Harley Quinn to go that far. So Harley Quinn is going this way, but at the same time, Joker still needs a filling role for that. So this one need a, basically a Harley Quinn, but a more psycho Harley Quinn. So she has a purpose, you know. I guess. I guess. But you know, I guess. Um, I mean, it's like if, if Batman has a Robin, Joker needs a sidekick. It's it's, it's Harley. Harley 2.0 for me. I mean, that's exactly what it is. She's just more ruthless, more personally. I don't like personally. I don't think Joker needs a girlfriend, but that's just me. But hey, you know. But I, I love this book. I thought, like, like I said, I, I see Tinian is fucking with everybody. He's fucking with everybody. Mm-hmm. He's fuck. He, you know, he's making fun of. He knows this. We've seen this before, and he's like, sort of. It's almost like he's poking fun, and it's almost like a parody. You know, mm-hmm. he knows Batman's crazy and all that shit, especially when he starts freaking out and starts thinking about his parents getting killed again. And right. and Har- Harley slaps him like, no, no, we're not going <laughs> here again. That's, the- <laughs> you know, and then, like, the, then the heads pop. Again, right? Yeah, like we're not going here again. He's talking to the, no, we're not going to see Batman's parents get killed again. We're not, we're not going to see the pearls. We're not going to see <laughs> and that. And that's Harley. And it's funny that Harley was the one doing that. Like, no. Right. Like, she's, she's the crazy one. She's telling him not to go crazy. You yeah. Know. She's the psychiatrist. No, we're not doing this. You know? And, and you know, and then, that, and then their heads snap and shit. I thought that was crazy and shit. You know? But other part, when the the the, the Monarch Theater, the, the owner, when he sees the commercial about the Zorro, Zorro, the Gotham cut. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I forgot that the Snyder Cut. I, 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 no, I, I thought that was weird when he said that. Like, that's kind of obvious. On the nose when he did that. So. Yeah. So this is going to be the all-new one. You haven't seen this one before. <laughs> you never seen this one. Made another one. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he's saying with this whole story. He's like, no. Uh, yeah, we've all seen Batman and Joker fight over and over. But you haven't seen this one. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that. He, he And I think that's what I like about this 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 arc that Tinian sort of just right. pushing that. He, he knows what he's doing. He, he yeah. knows what he's doing. He, he's poking fun at it. Yeah, he's pushing all the tropes in the face. Yeah. Let's see. This is what to say that. Oh, it's more than two. Yeah, it's more than a second. <laughs> <laughs> we lost kind of the wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's the same old thing. We, you know, Batman's got, he's all drugged up, but he's got to fight the bad guy. You know, we've seen that so many times. We've seen him on mm-hmm. You know the scarecrow toxin and all that shit, and you know. So we we've we, we been really here before. See how this, we need to see how yeah. this plays out. I we've don't think is gonna give us what we think we're gonna get. Yeah, we've been here before, but you know, and Tinian knows that. You know, mm-hmm. I just hope, and I and I'd like to think that Tinian's a better writer than than this. I just hope this isn't a hallucination. Like, oh, it was all a dream. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like the whole thing. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, He's that's not, what I, you not, know. This is not who shot Jr. and no shit like that. No. Yeah, that's it. what I'm hoping. I'm like, okay, or yeah, is it? You know, 
this is just one big joke that Joker's playing on him or something. They're, they're going to pull the rug out and like, ha-ha. And he's going to wake man. up and Alfred's going to be feeding him soup and he, he dreamed the whole yeah, like, he, last 15 you know, issues. Because Alfred is talking to him. And Alfred, like, is telling, but the shit Alfred is saying, just like, uh, because Harley Quinn was trying to, you know, because he's freaking out again, she was about to trank him so she he can go back to sleep. And Alfred is in the ear saying, like, Harley has a trank on her. You need to watch out, you, you know. <laughs> and where am I right now? You're in uh the, what's that, the Park Road District or some shit like that. Yeah. So he's feeding them intel. Like, how's he feeding them intel? Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's all in his head, you right. know. And that's what's keeping him, oh, keeping him sane. That's what's grounded him, you know, right. through this story, you know, is Alfred. So that's even why I'm he thinking. Know, even though he knows he's freaking he out, he's not really He knows Alfred. Alfred's dead. He, know, he is aware of that. But, you know, and that's why I'm like, yeah, that's why I was like, I hope this isn't a dream. I hope he just doesn't wake up and this is all. Yeah. But I, I, I like to think that Tinian's a better writer than that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, this is. All right, next one we're going to review is oh I lost it a second ago. Let's see. Next one to review is Deceased Dead Planet. Oh, Deceased. Yeah, I, did yeah, you? I, I didn't read this, no. Yeah. Okay, I've cool. I, I read The Unkillables, the one with the they're on the island. That's the one I read. I haven't read this new series. Okay, yeah. So this is this is the new one. I'm trying to see where this at. The un Yeah, so this is uh Dead Planet. And basically how it starts off is that you got like I said, uh, Red Arrow or Arsenal or Roy Harper, whatever you want to call that guy, he's he's still on the planet. He's been rescuing people for the last five years, and everything is going fine until he gets roasted alive by fire, zombie fire. That's her name, is Fire. Uh, when she gets roasted, then that's when the constant shows. And I think these guys, they formed a new team. They call themselves the Blood Pack or the the Shadow Pack, some shit. Anyway, who all we got? Uh, we got Red Hood, we got Blue Devil, Constantine, of course, we got Satana, Ragman, and who's this on the end? Detective Shimp is there also, and Ravager. So that's who's all, that's the team. They've been together for the last five years, and they've been, you know, rescuing people, killing zombies and shit like that, and that's what they've been doing. And then all of a sudden, uh, they get interrupted by, and I'm trying to get to it, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing interrupting, he was like, uh, Constantine, we need to talk. I, I got a problem with my garden. And Constantine's trying to tell him, look, um, I'm in the middle of a zombie invasion right now. When I'm done with this, you know, we can talk and have a conversation. And he was like, oh, is that what's going on right now? Yeah, I wouldn't even pay attention to it. So basically, Swamp Thing stomps his foot. Stop, stop. He ain't gonna do it. Anyway, Swamp Thing stomps his foot, and when he stomps his foot, uh, every single zombie dies. A blaze of grass just pop out of everywhere, and every single one of them just die instantly. And then Swamp Thing looks back at Constantine, like, "Okay, now can we finish the conversation?" They're like, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, there's two gardens that's left. These two sanctuaries that are, are safe right now. Poison Ivy has one. I have the other one, but I can't get to it right now because uh, it's like mortified, fortified, and protected stuff like that. So we go to Poison Ivy's thing, and like I said, Poison Ivy is completely safe. She is protected by the Tower of Eternity, that thing Shazam, Blackout, whatever got. And then I told you last issue that Superboy got, well, not Superboy, but Superman got fucked up. So Cassandra, yeah. whatever her name is, the new Wonder Woman, she takes him, she takes him there. And she takes him there because she realized that it's a magic attack, and that's why he really getting fucked up, and they got all kind of magic there. Obviously, magic can heal him. So when they do that, that's cool. Then we go to, uh, oh, this.
this is a good panel. This is a good panel right here. I got to tell you this one. So what they're doing that, Damien and Jason meet. And basically, and Jason looked at him like, oh, you're Batman. Okay. And Damien was like, yeah, he wanted me to be Batman. You, you got a problem with that? And Jason was like, me and the old man had a lot of problems. We didn't agree with a lot of things. He made a lot of mistakes. Just not one of them. And then they hugged. And I thought that was that was pretty touching right there. Brothers hug. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we go to Australia. Like I said, Swamp Thing takes the other guys to Australia. Oh, uh, trying to get there. Yeah. And this is where the crazy shit happens. So apparently they find a garden surrounded by blood, surrounded by hellfire, surrounded by magic. It's surrounded by zombies. So they have a hard time really getting there. So they're like, why don't we just fly over there and get there? So they fly over and get there, but the thing is, Detective Chimp realizes it's a trap. That's not blood. It's Plastic Man. It's <laughs> 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 Zombie Plastic Man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so a Zombie Plastic Man just starts like, uh, just killing all the whole team, just starts stabbing people, uh, poaching their eyes out, poking their brains out and shit like that. And the book ends with Constantine and Detective Chimp Falling in a plastic man's mouth. Zombie mouth. The end. Damn. Yeah. Is this the book where... Uh, what's her face? Black Canary became like a lantern or something? Yes, yes. She she shows up in the book too. I just passed by her part. Because she shows up okay. with a zombie-fied green arrow. And Poison Ivy like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. She's like, well, <laughs> if he goes, I go. Okay, then go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she's a... Uh, She's a green arrow, a green lantern in this one. Yeah. Um, shoot, I guess I'm guess I'm still. I'm, I'm gonna go next, and if you got any more books, you can go from there. So, am I still fucking? Well, up? yeah, I, I'm done. I mean, only other thing I read was Empire. So. Okay. Oh, I mean, boys, I'm still fucking up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> fuck it. Last one I got anyway. Next one we're gonna do is Empire. Oh, uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? So we're just gonna just fly through this one. Wasn't a whole lot to happen in this book. Basically, I think this book was narrated by T'Challa. It was narrated by uh, Black Panther. You, you read Empire, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically how the book is, is that there another conference call. We got... What off book happened in this book? Oh, yeah. Carol, Carol and... Well, Captain Marvel and Human Torch basically have a conversation with Hulkling. And Hulkling says, yeah, I'm going to just destroy the, the sun. And just get it ready for everybody, if I have to. But I'm going to go ahead and put this shit out now. And they said, no, you're not going to do that. And said, yes, I am. Matter of fact, I'm going to teleport you out of here. So he teleports out there, and they teleport him. They teleport them to New York. And they teleport to New York, well, she, too. She, she does the, the hammer that does the DNA scan. The, the, um, right, the universal yeah. hammer. And she scans yeah. you like, you can't be Hulkling. Universal translator, who is this yeah. guy? And like, yeah, that's him. So yeah. like, then he teleports them out of there. And they go to New York, and they actually go to Hulkling's uh, apartment and they're like what the hell's going on and that's what human Torch said yeah your boyfriend's about to blow up the sun uh can i use the phone you know the funny little part right there while that's going on uh i don't care about what tony and reed was doing that kind of bullshit i do care about this uh black panther has excelsior and yeah. he's yelling wakanda forever and just fucking up plant monsters just left and right you know just like, laying waste to everybody like know? dune like when they had the the muadi. They had that. They yelled into those laser things, and their voices made lasers and shit. 
and do it. I, I mean, what, I watched the remake was in there. Well, that's going on, and and uh, Kotani just like, why the fuck haven't we conquered Wakanda yet? We got him out, man. We got him out, gun. We still haven't beat him yet, and that's when uh, Sword was telling him, you underestimating Black Panther. He is a master strategist. That's why he has survived this long. And then while they're talking, they're like, hold up, somebody's here. Somebody's invisible, right? Boom, there. And this invisible woman who was hiding She-Hulk thing and Mantis, you know, his mom. And his mom just ran to talk to him. She's like, look, this is not you. This is him doing this crazy shit. Come back to us. Let's, let's talk about this. Because I know you're not evil. Uh, you're a good person deep down. And he was like, I might be. And that's when She-Hulk like, no, he's not. They're going to blow up the sun. The Kree and the Scrolls are going to kill everybody. And you're all going to die. And they're like, She-Hulk, what are you doing? Are you like lawyering for them or something like that? So like, oh, that's what you think. And it turns out She-Hulk actually attacks them uh, with some kind of gamma blast. With like a gamma smack or some shit like that. Blast them all back. Like, what the hell are you doing, She-Hulk? And she's like, oh, I'm not She-Hulk. I've actually taken over She-Hulk's body. See, the thing is with the Katati, let me expand a little bit. With the Katati, they, any dead bodies, they can infect those dead bodies and resurrect them from the dead. But when they do that, because they're all green and chlorophyll, they turn green. That's what happened with Swordsman. That's why Swordsman That's what green. they're doing with Swordsman, yeah. That's what yeah. they did with Swordsman. So what they did with She-Hulk, they did the same thing with She-Hulk, but she, she's already green. You can't tell that they already affected her. So basically what the, the Katati has already said, they killed She-Hulk. They killed her way back on the moon. And they just been riding around in her body like a like a parasite, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when he tells her like, "But Ben Graham, you'll be dead before you can realize what happened. You're gonna, we're gonna send you to meet her, you know." And it the shit out of her. So now she's like some kind of zombie parasite She Hulk thing. And that's when Katati, and that's when the swordsman's like, "Yeah, we have a Hulk," <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to think what else happens at the end of the book. And that's when, yeah, this is some bullshit right here. So now Wiccan is they're basically they saying. Okay, Carol, yeah, you did your universal hammer and shit like that. And it said it wasn't it. But trust your instinct. Was that Hulkum? No, it wasn't. Because I know, I can realize that Hulkum. Because I know my husband when I recognize him. So apparently they got married off panel. Because that shit never happened. Is this a flashback or something? It's a flashback. Yeah, they already got married. Which is some bullshit, Marvel. That is some bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't understand that. Like, when did this happen? It, it, it never happened. It just, it's just a record. It just happened. You know, until then, they have never been displayed as being married. So this is some bullshit unless they are going somewhere with this because it's another thing where they claim to be woke and they advertise the shit, but in the story, it's just like, that. Yeah, we married. We, we got married. Yeah. But if it was anybody else, anybody else, this would have been like a huge annual. Every superhero in the world would have been there. They would have got yeah. married on and the beach like of and shit. That's, and what I, what I thought was kind of stupid I'm not trying to sound shitty now because <laughs> it's not stupid. But what I thought was like, this is the big cliffhanger that they got married. The two dudes got married. Like, you know, dun, 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 the two guys are married. And like, to be continued. Like, 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 like really? That, like, that's, that's a, a big weird climax? way to end the story, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, it, it did feel like they're they're fishing for woke points again, you know. Right. Virtue signaling, like we said, we keep saying it. Yeah. Um, and like we said, I don't care. Like, hey, I, I got a gay son. I have no I don't give a shit about people's right. sexual orientations, but when you're doing this cheap shit and trying to, right. to gain woke points, 
Right, because you're going to advertise all on uh, NBC, yeah. you know, Good Morning, and USA Today. Look at us. We're woke. And then they do yeah. shit like this. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. What's that X book with uh, Scalp Hunter? They changed his name. They're not calling right. him Scalp Hunter no more. They're Gray calling cow, him... Bro, bro crane, crane. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Sky, Sky Animal. You know, Billy Sky <laughs> Animal. Whatever the guy, the Indian guy's name is. Yeah, they're trying... Oh, oh, because of the Redskins name... They're trying to cash in on the Redskins contract. Right. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. We're doing it too. Yeah. You know, and, and I read that first issue. Dude's barely in it, you know. Right. And I guess, you know, Gomer said it's pretty cool. I guess it's the it's Suicide Squad with mutants. But, you know, it's just like if you really get – you, this is what you do. You're taking the native character and you're shoving him in some X book that barely anybody reads or gives a shit about. So you about. can check a box. Yeah, and like just like they did with American Eagle in that uh, Agents of Wakanda shit. I've never heard of character you said. Yeah, <laughs> or the Snowbird, Snowbird, that other native character. She was in um, Champions. Yeah, I think she was uh, like an Alpha Flight, something more like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, is there more She-Hulk? Yeah, this- yeah. yeah, they are gonna make it more She-Hulk. That, that, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Because she's gonna. Oh damn! Cause she's John gonna go. Gray, Gray that's Crow. a name, John that's Gay. Right. I knew, I knew it was a, I knew it was an animal, <laughs> <laughs> and a color, <laughs> and a color, or or a sky, or or a weather pattern. You know, like sky wolf, <laughs> sky wolf, or you know, you know, red eagle or red red wolf, or. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just thought of that. That's right, cause Scott, she's gonna go to hell because she's gonna go through the green door. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you were just writing this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, damn. Okay. You blew my mind. okay. Well, this book got a I'm glad you stayed up this late. Extra points for that. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the dots are all connected. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so any more books you got? Uh, no, nah, I'm done, man. I'm done. Okay, so I'm still fucking up. I'm gonna let you sign us off. So. Oh, so. <laughs> How do you, what do you say again? All right. If you listen to this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. <laughs> um, Don't keep the lights on. Check us out on, yeah, check us out on Facebook and Twitch and what do you got on YouTube? All that Sorry. stuff? On YouTube, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yes, yes. <laughs> um, next week we'll be back with Agents of, Leroy's going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. For the entire two hours. For the entire episode, and I'll and I'll yeah I'll watch porn or something the whole time. <laughs> so, anyways, thank y'all for listening. Shout out to Gabe for and everybody else who was in the chat. Um, you know, calling in, and um, yeah, thank y'all for listening. Check us out next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. You know, young rich niggas. You know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs>
If your metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Hey! Raindrop, drip, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box. Cookies, fucking on your bitch, she a dot dot dot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to grip the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. Bad. bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. <laughs> My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. <laughs> All set. Woo, 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 woo. Records on records, got backers on backers. I'm riding around in a cool, cool. I take your bitch right from you, you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Woo. Beat down her walls, loose. Hey. Hop in the fall, woo. Scream. I tell that bitch to come, come for me. Come for me. I swear these niggas is under me. Hey. The hate and the devil keep jumping me. Jumping me. Back rows on me, keep me company. Hey, we did the most, most, yeah. Pull up and goes, yeah. My diamonds are choker. Holding up, I with no holster. Read the ruler, diamond cooler. Cooler. This a roller, not a mula. Dabbing on them like the usual. Damn. Magic with the brick voodoo. Magic. Court side with a bad bitch. Then I send the bitch through Uber. Go. I'm young and rich and plus I'm bougie. I'm not stupid, so I keep the Uzi. Rackets on rackets, got backets on backets, so my money making my back. You niggas got a low act rate. We from the north, yeah, that way. No. Fat cookie blood in the ashtray. Two bitches just now. No smash that. Hop in the limb, have a drag race. I let them burst take a bath, bath. Raindrop, drip, drop top, drop top. Smoking on cooking the hot box. Cookies, fucking on your bitch, she a dot dot dot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't try nobody to grip the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Pull four, dropping muddy out of space. Kid, cut drink. Introduce me to your bitches, wifey, and we know she slutty. Broke a brick down, nutty, buddy. Now that nigga duck it. Don't move too fast, I might shoot you. Draco, bad and bougie. I'm always hanging with shooters. Might be posted somewhere secluded. Still be playing with pots and pans. Call me Quavo Ratatouille. Run with that set, call me Boobie. When I'm on stage, show me boobies. Ice on my neck on the coolest. How about the suicide with the ooze? I pull up, I pull up, I pull up, I hop out with all of the drugs and the good luck. I'm cooking, I'm cooking, I'm whipping, I'm whipping into it. Rock up, let it lock up. I gave her 10 racks, I told her go shopping and spend it all at the pop up. These bitches, they fucking so dick and they busting for Instagram. Get your clout up. Uh, yeah, that way. Float on the track like a Segway. Yeah, that way. I used to trap by the subway. Yeah, that way. Young nigga trap with the AK. Yeah, that way. Yeah. Big Dyko, get it though, Macy. Hey, raindrop, drip, drop top, drop top. Smoking on cooking the hot box. Cooking, fucking on your bitch, she a dot dot dot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to grip the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. <laughs> My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. <laughs> My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Baby, yeah. she back to the bone. Hey, wait. These niggas watching, I swear to God, they be my clones. Hey, yeah, hey, huh? Switching my hoes like my flows. Whoa. Switching my flows like my clothes. Yeah. Keep on shooting that gun, no reload. Ooh, ooh. Now she won't fuck with my crew. Cause the money come all out the roof. Try to Rory, that bitch got no roof. Wait, what kind of Rory? 
54, 58. All of these niggas, they hate. Try to hide you through the gate. Look, go to strip club, make it rain. So much money, they use rakes. Count a hundred thousand in your face. Yeah, then put 300 right in a safe. Met her today, yeah. She talked to me like she knew me, yeah. Go to sleep in a jacuzzi, yeah. Waking up right to a two piece, yeah. Counting that paper like loose leaf, yeah. Getting that chicken with blue cheese, yeah. Boy, you so fit like my collar, you snake, and I swear to God, that be that Gucci. And you know we winning, yeah. We is not losing. Try play your song, it ain't move me. Saw your girl once, that she choosing, yeah. Raindrop, drop top, drop top. Smoking on cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, yeah. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't try nobody, grit the trigger. Nobody. Call up the gang and they come and get you. Cry me your river, give you a tissue. Bad and bullshit. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds, too. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds, too. 